It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, he is the honcho behind the New Hampshire Journal, nhjournal.com. You know him as my producer over at 96.9 WTKK <laughs> years ago. <laughs> that Mike, is funny. My, that is great. <laughs> so I was I was at the Donald Trump event in Wyndham, New Hampshire, and I had a lot of people recognize me. Once I start talking, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And what was great is I ran to about a dozen former WTKK listeners. None of them asked about you, Shattuck. Not <laughs> that is one. not true. You know the statute of limitations has great. Statute of limitations has run out now. So can I just be honest about all those guests you asked me to reach out? uh, You never did, did you? I never did. I never Never did. Never made a single phone call. You were exactly the producer that I thought you would be. Exactly. (laughs) Well, now I've hit the big time with the Burn Barrel podcast, and of course my uh, huge show, number six market in Connecticut, uh, WTIC. But um, but I guess the New Hampshire is the big time for primaries as Donald Trump is, is destroying everybody. Voters say that they would vote for him 62 percent. They would vote for Trump regardless of felony convictions. And 57 percent say they'd vote for him uh, from jail, a la James Michael Curley. I mean, this guy, it's done. It's finished in New Hampshire. I want to, I, I, to me, the language of the jail question is absolutely fascinating. Uh, it was a poll with the uh, New Hampshire Journal uh, and Coefficient, which is a Republican-leaning pollster out of Kansas City. And so we specifically, because I, I helped craft the questions, and I said, I don't want any wiggle room here. So the question is, would you vote to make Donald Trump president if he were, quote, serving time in prison on election day? I don't. I, I don't. I was I, other than making it like if you were behind bars. I don't know mm-hmm. how to be more explicit. And fifty-seven percent of New Hampshire Republicans said yes. So that's uh, pretty strong. What's interesting though is that only forty-three percent said that they were backing for him if the election were the primary were today for uh, for the GOP nominee. Ron DeSantis and uh, Chris Christie tied in in for second place at nine percent. Uh, Nikki Haley, 7%. 
Tim Scott tied with Vivek Ramos, excuse me, Vivek Ramaswamy at 5%. And then who cares what the rest, mm-hmm. Mike Pence just did a big tour through New Hampshire. And there was a lot of media buzz about, Oh, he's really picking it up. He's taking on Trump. He's getting a spark of life. Yeah. He's a 3%. <laughs> so, there. Yeah. There's video out of no. him today, a new campaign out of him filling his truck up with, uh, with gas, uh, when he hasn't <laughs> the pressed the fuel button. Exactly. The it's beeping ad. at him the whole time. Hilarious. Look, I, I've met the vice president several times. I've interviewed him, seen him speak. He is a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He would be a fine president. Like, look, all these and Nikki Haley would be fine president. Tom, you know, uh, uh, Tim Scott, fine president. They're all, you know, they're fine. But uh, as a candidate, there's no lane, there's no group of voters who are Mike Pence voters. They just don't exist. Mm-hmm. And so that's so- just the way it is. And it's, I, I remind people all the time, it's politics. It's not the question of, do I want you to be my best friend or do I think you're a good person? It's the question of, do I want you to have this weird job? And the fact that, you know, almost nobody wants North Dakota governor Doug Burgum to have this weird job is no mark against Doug Burgum. He's still a wildly successful businessman. He's a popular governor of North Dakota. The people I've talked to say he's done a fine job as governor. And, but you know, that, there's lots of great people who aren't going to be president of the United States. Well, and it's interesting you say that because to me, I would think that, you know, President Trump uh, being in jail on Election Day um, <laughs> would be one of those things for me, at least. <laughs> but clearly, I'm not the average New Hampshire voter where I would go like, you know what? It sucks. It's unfair. He's in jail. They went after him. They persecuted him. But like there's so many other great candidates we could have somebody who's not in jail but apparently the new hampshire republican primary voters don't feel that way what is it about this that makes people so passionate i mean apparently more people support him from jail than if the primary were today yeah absolutely and not only that but more people uh support donald trump behind bars than all the other candidates combined out free you know you could argue that the way place we want our president is in jail i mean like that there are a lot of upsides to having a president of the united states who's doing time i I can i can think of i mean first of all you got to think about the first day when trump shows up in the the big house the huskow the jug and orders one of his secret service agents to go find the biggest guy in the you know uh in the cell block and beat him up just to show everyone who's boss that would be a great moment then (laughs) The, the the negotiating the next trade deal with Mexico through the plexiglass where Trump's holding the phone and he's tapping the screen. Like, pick up the phone. We got to talk on the phone. That would be absolutely fantastic. I There's feel a lot like of Trump would be popular in jail. Yeah. Like, they love him. There's a lot of wheeling and dealing. and Some former administration members are there already, so you can say hi to them. <laughs> exactly. But, 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 but so, so listen, you and I have talked about this, Michael, before, and I have taken a departure from um, from it, simply voting on the merits to this is now a personal personal jihad. I, I, my feeling now is that Trump is voting for Trump. The more they dirty him up, these corrupt administrative state actors and this administration and the establishment, the more they dirty him up with this absolute horse bleep, the more only a vo- vote for Trump is a refutation of the beltway and our system as it is right now and i i know that puts me right next to the maga hat people and but mm-hmm. i'm fine because this sucks this system sucks screwing this guy because he's a new york a-hole is not acceptable to me 
And this, the, 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 it's okay if, as long as you speak Beltway speak, then yes, you can take money from Ukraine and Romania and right. China and have your son and leave his coke in the white. That's all fine as long as you speak <laughs> Washingtonese. And Trump, as much of an a-hole as he is, is the only way to throw a grenade in there. And- okay. You know, Shattuck, you always go one step too far. I am not going to sit here and listen to you claim that that cocaine belonged to the son of the President of the United States, Hunter Biden. I will guarantee you this. Hunter Biden has never lost track of a bleeping dime bag of cocaine in his life. He knows where every gram, he can, every fingernail pinch, he knows exactly where it is. So sorry, it, it I'm is not buying it. On the, on the merits, you're right. He does say uh, that no he, way. That there he's, is no way. He knows where every line was. Like he could go, but yes. he can take you on he a tour. He sniffed stuff that was cocaine adjacent, like Parmesan he, cheese and Laruglint. So no, he, it's not, I'm not buying that. But uh, no, look, there's a lot of merit in your uh, response. And I think. One of the things that's happening with the to, to also note, there are national polls showing that a lot of Republicans say, tell pollsters they would vote for Trump behind bars. We, we, that's where we got the question from was Reuters and Ipsos act, asked it. It's the state of the party. If you take the re- real clear politics average right now, Trump, DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy together are between 70 and 75 percent of the vote. Hmm. They What do they all have in common? They're all on that you know, far end of the, you know, anti-woke, screw the establishment. I'm not here to compromise. I want to punch people in the face wing of the party. That's 75% of the GOP. So the fact is Trump reflects the state of the party and the state of the party. A lot of it contains what you're saying, Shattuck, which is everyone knows the game is rigged. So why would we play fair? And you can't argue with the first part. You just can't. I'm sorry. You can't have been involved in American politics since 1998 when we found out that Bill Clinton literally was having relations with an intern in the Oval Office. And for some reason, having to do with hating Republicans, he got to keep his job. You kidding me? Forget impeachment, whatever. There was a time before Clinton where you just couldn't have kept you just had to go. Once yes. it was proven that you did this, sorry, we don't even care, dude. We don't care about the law. We don't care about your marriage. For the sake of this thing we treasure called American democracy, you just have to go away now. And Democrats said, you know, nah, screw that noise. Just hold on to power. It's all about holding on to power. And that's what it's been all the way through when they tried to uh, steal the election in 2000 with Bush mm-hmm. v. Gore, when they tried to declare him selected, not elected, when in 2004 they made up this thing about of voting machines in Ohio and they were going to stop, you know, George W. Bush from getting reelected and on and on. You go all the way through to uh, attorneys general who were doing gun scams in Mexico and then getting called to testify before Congress and ignored a congressional subpoena and had the vote. I forget what what they did to him, censure or whatever. And he said, screw you. I don't care. Look, if everyone's going to not care about this whole, you know, I'm just a bill. Yeah. I'm only a bill kind of thing we had going then why would you go back to someone who's going to pretend those rules matter? That's for suckers. That's for chumps. And so Trump is the anti-sucker, anti-Trump, chump, excuse me, candidate. That's who he speaks for. And every day that the Hunter Biden story goes on, Donald Trump gets one step closer to becoming the Grover Cleveland of the 21st century. Right in in Alice, Alice, do you want to explain to Shattuck why he would be the Grover? Do we, we, <laughs> I actually did a project on a project on Grover Cleveland in fourth grade. He was elected. He's the Wait, only by the president. way, ladies and gentlemen, is frighteningly recent to right now. <laughs> Just so you know, only president elected to two non-consecutive terms. Exactly. 
Well, yeah, but in, I think one of the reasons is there's been no reckoning for any of these things. Right. There was no reckoning for Clinton. There was no reckoning mm-hmm. for any, yeah. even this, you know, we talked to Scott Brown earlier today. There's no reckoning for Scott Brown winning the Senate seat and them still pushing through Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these offenses, all these FUs right. were getting bullied in the playground now for freaking mm-hmm. two and a half decades. And finally, we found an a-hole. Yeah. Who's willing to fight as dirty as they fight? Mm. You know, I, I can't imagine anybody like Trump for as much of a, an a hole he is. I, I don't want you know even Governor DeSantis, President DeSantis backing down, pulling pulling his uh, his um, Brett Kavanaugh uh, nomination down because everybody's right. mean. Because you know, only Trump would have stood up to that stuff. Maybe because he's crazy. I don't know why. But it's like at least there was a win. At least some we didn't get screwed and bullied in that playground that one time because of this guy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, so- but but what you're going to do now, the math indicates, is probably elect uh, Biden to another four-year term, which means you're electing Kamala Harris to a three-year, eleven-month and three-week term. Yes, and that's the conundrum because so, my exactly. emotional quest is, is not. <laughs> so here's so here's where we are. Do you remember me saying this to you, Shattuck? Twenty sixteen. We are going to find out what happens when a candidate who is guaranteed to lose runs against a candidate who cannot possibly win. <laughs> and that I thought that was so clever of myself at the time. And now here we are again. I'm using the same material. This is where we are. Biden is that bad. And here's what's fascinating to me is de- there is a bigger chance that Democrats will dump Biden than there is that re- Republicans will dump Trump. Why? Yeah. It's not because of the rules or anything. It's because Trump actually reflects where the voters are. You would have to override the will of your voters mm. to dump Trump. Mm-hmm. Biden, there's no love for Joe Biden. You can get rid of Biden tomorrow and like 17 Democrats would care if you replaced him with another Democrat. They don't, there is no passion for him there. And so if this, here's what you're asking yourself. There are two tracks. One is new stuff about Trump with all these cases, whatever, there was new stuff that came out on uh, Wednesday about that they've been uh, searching his Twitter records, which mm-hmm. I think is weird because Twitter you do in public. What is it like? Unless it's like direct messages or something, right. whatever. But, and then the other thing you learned is $20 million actually went from these corrupt countries to Hunter Biden. No dispute. The White House has acknowledged that the $20 million went from these horrifying places while Joe Biden was vice president. They're just saying, ah, you can't prove he got any. That's your answer? I can't prove he got any? Yeah, although so, we know that Hunter was paying right, bills for his parents. Right, and that's what no, 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 never happened, nothing. Clean as a driven snow, it was very careful. They would only dealt in money orders. They have all the receipts, and, and they gave the money to a church in Las Vegas. But anyway, my point is, one of these two tracks is going to have the information that makes it impossible for the party to keep the guy which party is going to be more tolerant of keeping the guy uh republicans oh yeah exactly yeah they've already decided they're fine yeah democrats are going to hit a point where they're like oh my god you did what i mean in all seriousness if there's when when the piece of paper shows up and you know what's out there there's an email a receipt something Mm -hmm. that shows a single penny of that money went to his to into his pocket you're gonna there's gonna be an explosion and they're gonna be stuck with what they're stuck with and this is why i think it's hilarious that democrats are sticking with this guy 
They don't have to. Well, they I mean, can the polling. The, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I, voters are not necessarily sticking with him. The team says yes. Yeah. Uh, why is the Why is the Democratic Party sticking with him? And of course, the answer is Kamala Harris. That is what's so funny. What if it comes down to the most profound political decision made of the 21st century, other than going to war in Iraq, was the decision to make Kamala Harris your vice president? Because yeah. it guaranteed that you couldn't dump Biden, and then Biden is the only guy who's going to lose to Trump because he's corrupt. That's what's the killer. It's it's not that he's a lame candidate or he's boring or his policies are wrong. Because by the way, his policies are bad. I mean, no yes. doubt about it. You look at polling, the American people are closer to Trump on issues than they mm -hmm. are with Biden. It's going to be corruption that kills the Biden reelect because it feeds the fundamental premise of the Trump campaign, which is they all suck. So let's all suck. Which corrupt guy do you want? Have you guys seen the new MAGA ad that dropped this week? I don't think so. Mm -mm. You need to pull it up. You need to do with your share it with your thingies or whatever you guys do on your podcast. You need to see this ad because the whole ad is Hunter Biden, total crook. Who's he working for? Joe Biden. And here they're all cookie crook crooks. And it's for people who haven't been following Fox News. And so they don't know the story. And it just lays out. Here's the millions. Here's Hunter. Here's China. Here's Ukraine. Which crook do you want? Their crook or our crook? Vote for our crook because he's not an as weep, eh? like their crook. And yeah, that's a powerful. Oh, yeah. Between two it, it, no, crooks, I'll take the crook who will close the border. I mean, and, like, and, honestly, and this is, like at the end no, of the day, that's but where notice, we are. But notice in August of 2023, with the first in the nation primary five months away, notice what's not mentioned in this new ad. Republicans, there's no DeSantis, there's no Scott. There's, it's, mm. it's all the presumed close. That's right. a sales technique where, where you're trying to get someone to buy something. You presume that they've already decided to buy, and then you go right to the start working out the details of when are you going to pick it up, and is it going to be check or card, whatever. Trump is doing the presumed closed. I'm the nominee. Everyone knows I'm the nominee. Why waste time talking about who's the nominee? Let's get to the job, which is beating Joe Biden. And every right. day that the press tries to cover for Biden, every day that they don't run those stories every day that a new development comes out and the press tries to hide it. They make it that much more likely that Republicans who don't like Trump go fine, fine. I'll take him. At least he's going to go beat the crap out of these jerks. So, and you're on the ground in New Hampshire. Do you think that the race is finished? The primary race? It, um, some of the polling so sure looks that way. I mean, I know we're <laughs> far away. I know that the New Hampshire yeah. voters are open-minded and independent. Oh, no, they're uh, not. Don't but, think any of that. No, uh, none of that is true. They are Republicans. They are Republican um, Republicans, just like everyone else. Everything's been nationalized. New Hampshire Republicans are Republican Republicans. That's why really weak candidates won the primaries in 2022 and all got their heads handed to them in the races for U.S. Senate and Congress. Uh, it's why, uh, you know, uh, the, the state went big for uh, the Republicans went big for Trump and Trump lost the state handily by eight points in 2020. So they're like other Republicans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, and I'm not to say it's over because we haven't had the first debate. There's always possible that something can happen in the first debate. I also suspect that Trump will be at the first debate, but not for the obvious uh, shattuck reasons. That he's a you know insufferable egomaniac who can't stand to stay away from get, get away from the camera. It'll be for the Alice reason. Hmm. He can do the math. Hmm. Trump is flat broke. He has no money. He can't afford to buy TV, whatever, because it's all going to lawyers. He's flat broke, and he's got them, and he hasn't done the expensive part yet, which is going to trial. That's where you really start spending money. So he needs the earned media. So how's he going to walk away from a chance to talk to 30 million Americans? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. There'll be other people talking, too. Mm. But what does Trump care? Who else is going to be on the stage? Well, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be on the stage. And what's his attack going to be on Trump? I love you, man. Right. I love you. You're the best guy ever. Uh, Mike Pence is going to be on the stage. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. I don't want to go back in the box. Uh, Doug Burgum's going to be on the stage. I'm not here to talk about Trump. I'm here to talk about an energy secretary job. I, I mean, energy policy. So once you work your way through the people who are on stage, who's there going to be taking a poke at it? Well, Christie. Chris Christie. Yeah, and that's well, it. Well, Christie, I mean, you can also telegraph everything Trump's going to say, begging for fundraising money like he did with Rubio on the stage. So, you could land some good hits. Oh, yeah. So it'll be it'll be a, a, a dust up between him and Christie, maybe a dust up between him and DeSantis. But mostly it's going to be Trump being Trump. And when uh, when Christie says blah blah blah, Trump's gonna look at him and like he I don't know if you saw the clip from uh, Fat uh, New Boy, Hampshire yeah. on Tuesday where he points at someone in the crowd and says, "Don't call him a fat pig." Yes, don't call him that. Don't call him a fat pig. <laughs> that would be rude to call him a fat pig. So you're gonna get some, you know, rude comments, and you know that'll be once again. Is is that gonna cause anyone to not vote for Trump? Absolutely not. But if if Trump handles Christie, it's really bad for the rest of the field. If Trump doesn't handle Christie, it doesn't really matter that much because Christie, uh, in our polling, we did a poll in mid-June, and we asked people, who's the one person who's running for the Republican primary that you will never support? And Christie was well at the top of that list, 46%. <laughs> yeah, I was no, who surprised was number two? to see him high uh, up Pence, Pence, I think, right? Yep, Pence was 40%, yeah. yeah. So, look, there's just no path for those guys. I was surprised so to see Christie as high as he was in this most recent Inside Sources poll. Nine uh, percent is not high. Well, no, nine percent second place. <laughs> but it's nine percent. That's what. So yeah, but you're only dealing with thirty six percent that doesn't belong to Trump. So it's kind of high for what's uh, left. Yeah. <laughs> so, so someone someone asked me today uh, in another interview. They said, uh, you know, about is it over or whatever. They said, well, someone has to be in second place, and I said, well, yeah, mm -hmm. someone has to be in second place. But if first place lapped you, what difference does it make? So, you know, yeah. yeah, you're in second place at 9%. Congratulations. You know? Well, you say that the that he's got to hit these uh, debates to fundraise, but aren't these uh, indictments fundraising vehicles? Uh, they're not in fundraising the way they were. So the first mm. indictment, huge surge in small dollar donations. Second indictment, smaller. Third indictment, smaller. So people are just bored. You know, they're, the, the shock has worn out. You know, that's what was interesting about the New Hampshire Journal, nhjournal.com piece uh, in the poll 
was on the one hand, you read the numbers like, oh, my gosh, you'd vote from from prison. And oh, my, my gosh, you think he's innocent. Only 25 percent of Republicans think Trump did anything wrong. Anything. Yeah. The other 75 percent say he he's completely innocent or I don't know if he did, but they're only coming after him because he's Trump. And on the one hand, you think those numbers are pretty astonishing. And then on the other hand, you go, no, actually, that feels about right. And that's where we are. The astonishing has become the mundane in the Trump era. Alice, do you want to explain to Shattuck what Monday? We'll do that after the show. Mundane is the second day of the week, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Um, So, so why, if you're Gavin Newsom, why don't you just declare today that you're running? What's the DNC going to stop you? Everybody Uh, secretly wants him to run. Look, you will get killed because Trump, because Democrats have are at the moment think we need Biden to stop Trump. And I think this is, by the way, this is uh, speculation, not data driven. But I think where Democrats are, they've moved from we've got to keep Biden because he's the guy who can beat Trump. He mm-hmm. can get those blue collar voters, just enough of them in you know, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Arizona and Georgia to hold. You know, he, he beat him once, he can beat him again. I think they've abandoned that. I think they're now at the we've got to keep Biden because we can't afford to do anything different because we got to stop Trump. And so we just got to ra- you know circle the wagons and we can't show any cracks. We've got to be 100 percent mm-hmm. loyal to stopping Trump. And Biden just happens to be the guy that's in the chair. And if there's someone else in the chair, we'd be doing the same thing. And then they're going to move from that to, holy crap, Biden's going to lose this thing. His stupid son, Hunter, really Mm -hmm. did give him money. He's been lying the whole time. He was a piece of crap senator. He was a piece of crap vice president. Now he's a piece of crap president, and we got to do something. And that's when it gets really interesting. I don't think anything happens until Obama steps in with the party and says you guys have to get rid of this guy and you know i think i think obama comes and says joe is great we love him he did an awesome job he saved america mm. from trump he saved democracy right. and he did a wonderful job and now he's gonna step aside and somebody else is gonna come in i think but that's, that's the only works. person when you in step the party. aside you step aside you have kamala harris see that's the problem but i think right. but well if you step aside as president but if you say i'm not running for re-election it's an open well that's true it's an but, open primary go, now and then, and you, then have, you have a disastrous bloody knife fight with kamala harris screaming racist at all of her fellow democrats and uh whoever else you know uh, right. uh gretchen whitmer screaming sexist at all of our fellow Democrats and uh, people homophobic yeah, and exactly else. people are just screaming you're all gay haters uh, and on and on and on it is so well that would be incredible considering who's, who's the congressman from South Carolina who gave Biden South Carolina uh, Jim Con- Jim Clyburn who by the way mm-hmm. I was down in South Carolina about four or five months ago visiting family and we st- I stopped on the interstate to get gas and some snacks and this is I just love this. I come around a corner by the donuts and who's standing there? Jim Clyburn. That's great. <laughs> and I actually ran candidates against him back in the day before I came to TKK when I was still doing political work. So he knew who I, he didn't recognize my face because you know, obviously you don't hang out with your opponent right, so right. much. But as soon as I introduced myself and said my name, he like kind of drew back. I said, no, no, it's okay. I'm out of the business. And he goes, no joke, direct quote. You're not moving back down here, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, Congressman. You're fine. He is a really nice guy and a very talented politician. No doubt about it. Let me ask you something. Um, And a crazy liberal. I mean, totally crazy nuts liberal. 
the um just to to play psychologist here for a reason for a moment 81 million people were so convinced that Trump was the Fuhrer and had given mm -hmm. us the coronavirus and et cetera, et cetera, that uh, they voted for Joe Biden. Right. Uh, how many of those people will see, will, will see Trump's corruption as being offset by Biden's corruption and say, you know what, I'm just going to stay home and day drink this uh, election day? <laughs> Not as many as the people who voted for Trump uh, in uh, which, which I forget the number in uh, 2020 and saw what he did after the election and saw January 6th and saw the constant election denials and saw his willingness to embrace stupidity and just go screw this noise. I, I can't play. So I, that's I'm interesting. I ain't vote for Biden. I'm staying home. That's interesting. So that's Remember, about he's, 73 million, I think, who he's shut up for Trump. This is a different this is a different Trump. This is the yeah. January 6th Trump. And then you add mm -hmm. something else, which is Dobbs. And uh, so, you know, the Dobbs effect is still there. Trump is an interesting candidate in the sense that he's really not pro. I mean, he's, he just doesn't care about abortion. Right. right. I mean, it's just he's not. But, you know, so he made a transactional deal in his speech in New Hampshire. He was he repeatedly said, I mean, he, he pounded it away to an audience that didn't really want to hear it. I support exceptions for rape, incest, life, and the mother. We cannot get crazy out here. We've got to do that. We've got to support these exceptions. Mm -hmm. He knows where the voters are. That's what that's his. His talent, yeah. not his superpower. His talent is he knows where the the voters are. His superpower is that he gets everyone else to reveal their supervillain. Yes, he gets yes. everyone to show you them at their worst. He doesn't do it. This is always hilarious to me. He doesn't make you be your worst. You choose to be your worst. Right. You could yeah. choose. I, I you know that this is why I'm so just. I, for me, politics has always been my sports. I love the game. It doesn't bug me if you don't agree with me. I, you know, people are like, you're not going to like him because he's a liberal. I, what do I care what your politics are? Is he a nice guy? Right. Does he know how to drink? Does he put a hot dog on a ketchup? I mean, ketchup on a hot dog? Forget him. He's out of here. But I don't care about his politics. Um, this is no fun. This is just no fun. Watching everybody not do their jobs. Imagine. I have this world for you to imagine, Al Shattuck. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Trump becomes president. And the media says, he's just another politician. We're going to do our job. Imagine that world. Imagine Trump <laughs> yeah. running for president. And the FBI world. saying, he's just another politician. We're going to do our job. Imagine yes. the Department of Justice. Imagine everybody just doing their job. If they had done that, I don't know if Trump would have made it out of his first term. You he know, had no support. He'd have gone nowhere. He'd have, you know, he'd have been flailing the whole time because mm -hmm. people would just do their job. Or actually, you know, I think what have happened, I think what have happened is that within the first year, he would have completely reversed himself on every issue except maybe pro uh, the the Supreme Court, gone to the Democrats and cut all kinds of deals. Yeah. They'd be building the Trump tunnel to New York mm -hmm. and the Trump Skyway, and there would be he would be shoving money out of airplanes over the skies of blue states. To show and cutting deals with Democrats. That's what yeah. I think you got. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think even for someone like me who I reluctantly voted for Trump in 2016 and then I voted for him in 2020. And I probably am not going to vote for him in the primary, but I'll vote for him in the general. If it, what it looks like he's going to be the nominee. Um, you know, 
Every time I think I'm done with Trump because he just self-sabotages so much, it's not Trump that makes me go back to wanting to vote for no, Trump. Of course not. It's the media's and the left's weird behavior about him that's so psychotic that I like I'm like okay, well I guess I'm back to Trump now because you guys can't act normal. I don't know what He's it is. The- He's, He's the, the only ultim- one who can sabotage his own campaign at this point. Yeah, no, I believe that. I agree. So so two quick things. One is uh, Trump is the ultimate W.C. Fields candidate. W.C. Fields was asked who he was voting for in the upcoming election. He said, I never vote for anyone. I always <laughs> vote against. And the second thing is you're right about Trump being the only person who can beat Trump. And this is why the DeSantis strategy has been the smart strategy separate from the quality of the candidate all along. So DeSantis' strategy has been, I'm going to be Trump light. And everyone who yelled at him going, you need to attack Trump. You can't win being Trump light. The only way, the only way you can win is by being Trump light, is by being an acceptable alternative so that if for whatever reason, indictments, lawsuits, you know, Asian hookers, whatever, mm-hmm. you, you know, Trump just can't be the choice of a majority of Republicans anymore then they look around and go, God, I'd love to have Trump. Can not have him? Hey, this DeSantis guy, he's a lot. You know, he's pretty much like Trump Jr. Uh, OK, I'll go with Trump Jr. Yeah, that's the only way to win this nomination. You're not going to win it by convincing Republican primary voters you don't want Trump because you're wrong. They do want Trump. So, well, yeah. I mean, the, the- I thought it was done, to be honest with you, when he was selling NFTs. I thought. Yeah. Like the, the <laughs> online trading cards. Well, I thought I was like, okay, listen, nobody can possibly take this seriously anymore. This has hey, to be over. Back back to the do your job part. What if the DOJ had not been on a mission to indict Trump no matter what? And the other Democrats too. What if they just ignored him? I think DeSantis would He's, be polling a lot better. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah. If they'd ignored him and not given him this stuff, if the press... Just, once again, just treat him like a politician and this, hear this crackpot again with his I won the election, blah, blah, and just ignored him. He, the, 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 the awful rollout that he did back in November, remember that terrible speech mm-hmm. in Mar-a-Lago yep. and the, and the NFTs and the, he came to New Hampshire soon after and gave a speech at the state party convention. It was terrible. People left going, I want to sign up for DeSantis right now. If, if just ignored him, he wouldn't be where he is. But they have made him Trump. And, of course, there are a lot of Republicans who think that that's the point, that they believe Trump can't win the general. He's the only person who can lose to Joe Biden. And so they've got to do what they did in 2022, which is back weak candidates, get them the nomination, and then roll over them in the general. Mm-hmm. And it worked. You can't, you can't argue their success. Democrats spent about $50 million, for example, in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. They helped two terrible candidates, one for U.S. Senate and one for Congress, become the nominees. They send in a bunch of money. A group linked to Mark Elias sent in a bunch of illegal mail on behalf of a, of a Republican in the Republican primary. By the way, no one's being prosecuted for that. Thank you, Biden, DOJ. And uh, so it's it worked in 2022. Why not bring it back in 2024? Yeah. So we'll let you go. I just have one one last uh, just uh, observation I have. Just think, 10 years ago, what's this, 20. 20- so 11 years ago, we were doing the show, uh, the Michael Graham show yep. on WTKK. Just sure. think about these personalities and what has happened since, mostly as a result of Donald Trump. We used to have re- steadily on the show Jennifer Rubin, mm-hmm. uh-huh. unrecognizable, Bill Crystal. As a yep. matter of fact, a bunch of Weekly Standard people, and that's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, remember Ralph Peters? He went sideways. 
Yep. And Michael Yan is a different cat than when you and I talk to him. I still <laughs> like him and he's enjoyable, but uh, it's a whole yeah. new universe. It's like, man. like it, it, I got some other names for you. Sure. Joe Biden. Yeah. Who was Joe Biden in 2013? He was this chuckle buns vice president that that uh, that his own president was telling people never underestimate the ability of Joe Biden to yep. bleep this up. He was he every was producer's dream, dream, Joe Biden. Absolutely. He was, he, he was our uh, B-roll of comedy. He yeah. was always there. The greatest audio clip of all time. How many times do you think we played it? Of him doing the stand-up stand up chuck? chuck. It all comes down to what Barack Obama calls oh, yeah. one three-letter word. J-O-B-S. Jobs. Oh, I probably, team, I should have gotten that folder. I probably haven't. Oh, B. Because the best part, Alice, wasn't that he said jobs. The best part was that he then spelled out all four letters. Yes. That was the best part. <laughs> Although stand-up Chuck was pretty good, too. So, yeah, stand-up stand up Chuck. And so that <laughs> so think about how different we see him today. I got another one for you. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Yes. 2013, Donald Trump president. Come on. It was, it was an eye roll. He was screwing up the birth certificate thing. Yeah. He was just a buff, you know, TV buffoon whose shows ratings were wa- wobbling around. And the notion... Not that he would run for president, but that he would be the single most transformative person in American politics since Ronald Reagan. You, you if you had tried to write that, like, <laughs> like science fiction novel, something, you couldn't have gotten there. The only way you get there is everybody else. They, yeah. their supervillains, made Trump who he is. It was not Donald Trump. Yeah, they loved him in 2015. He was still going on The View. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Joe Scarborough had him on how many times? Yeah. Thousands Joe Scarborough. Lives? Yes. I mean, once a... again, all the transformations that you that you look back and you think about who the, what the. What? Well, Scarborough, I think it's straight up prostitution because he is a really nice guy. You've met him, right, in New Hampshire? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. We'll be checking him back in with New Hampshire at the New Hampshire Journal, nhjournal.com. Uh, Michael, thank you very, very much for your time. We appreciate Wait, were, it. were you recording this? Oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Not whatsoever. No, 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 no. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Hasta bye-bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 